Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. I read a book by Mike Bickle called Growing in the Prophetic, and he had a section that I found so helpful. It talked about the difference between Old Testament prophets and New Testament prophets. So in the Old Testament, what we have are prophets like Elijah and Isaiah, and they're giving really large prophecies about entire nations. And I, I find it fascinating, first of all, that Isaiah would give prophecies, but there was no way to confirm that his prophetic word was coming to pass because Jesus didn't come for another, oh, 400, 600 years. It, it was a long time between Isaiah's prophetic words and the birth of Christ. And so clearly there was something inherent in his words or in the immediate uh, results of what he said, that the people said, no, he is a prophet from God. We need to retain his writings. And so Elijah as well. Here's a person who is giving clearly um, direct words that have immediate results. So maybe not the same. He's different in the sense that if he says it's not going to rain, then it doesn't rain. If he calls down fire from heaven, the fire falls. And so there's, um, but that's again, it's for the larger community. It's not just for him personally or his own personal group of friends. It's a larger scale um, prophetic decree. And so fascinating then in the New Testament, the spirit comes on all people, but there isn't really that same sense of here is a large global decree over an entire nation. Um, and so for me, it was helpful to see that in the Old Testament, you would have the spirit come on perhaps one or two people in a generation or like one or two leaders, prophetic leading voices. And we know from the time of Elijah that there would be additional prophets. And we don't really know a whole lot about what they did, but there was clearly, you know, a gathering of them. But then in the New Testament, the Spirit comes on all of us. And so fascinating to say we all have on some level the ability to speak words for encouragement, for edification, for comfort, which is what the New Testament in 1 Corinthians, what Paul says, is the purpose of prophecy. And then I think some people really hone their ability to hear God's voice. They are, for whatever reason, more dialed in. And I think it's helpful to recognize this is not a sign of greater spiritual maturity or greater holiness or anything that God gives his gifts to whom he gives his gifts. And it isn't always um, a reflection on any person's specific righteousness or worthiness or anything like that, as if any of us are worthy. But I think it is helpful. I know for certain friends of mine, they've commented that sometimes it's really discombobulating where you take somebody who maybe has had kind of a rough past and has only walked with God for a couple of weeks and they're giving these really profound prophetic words. And, you know, it's kind of like, wait a minute, how are you hearing from God this clearly? And yet it's just the gift of God. It's not a reflection of that person's holiness or their righteousness or um, their intimacy with the Lord. So again, that's, it's discombobulating. It's a gift. And so I think, though, it was helpful to say in the Old Testament, the prophets were speaking on behalf of God. In the New Testament, what you see are 
it, it's more like the community of believers coming together and seeking God's face, but there's not the single kind of apostolic or excuse me, prophetic voice that is speaking on behalf of all of the people trying to steer the course of an entire nation. It's much more localized. You think about Agabus who goes to Paul and is like, if you go to Jerusalem, you're going to be bound and that's going to be sad. And we'd all rather you not do that. And Paul is like, yeah, yeah, I know it's going to be rough, but I still have to go. And so it's a smaller scale, if that makes sense. And I think it also says to um, judge the prophetic words. And again, in the Old Testament, this was not an instruction. Nobody was going around being like, um, okay, Elijah, on a scale of one to 10, how good do I think that prophetic word was? When you called down fire from heaven, that was a 10. That, that was not part of the instruction to the Israelites to judge the prophetic words. But that is an instruction to the church to say, you actually need to discern what people are speaking, whether they're speaking correctly or not. And so I, I found that this was just helpful in general. It, I think that sense, what, I don't know if this is exactly how Mike Bickle put it, but the sense of saying there is, uh, it's like the spirit is on all of us, but it's not necessarily super clear. It's kind of like what Paul says in 1 Corinthians 13, that we see through a glass darkly. And so because of that, we need to have discernment, we need to be able to exercise our ability to judge when people are speaking correctly or not. And that doesn't mean that prophecy is bad. It just means that we're actually exercising the prophetic in community, which is a different call and function than the way that it worked in the Old Testament. So that's my thinking as far as it goes. I really do appreciate Mike Bickle's teaching on that because I had never noticed the Old Testament, New Testament difference. And so um, I, as always, welcome feedback and input. This is in many ways pretty new territory for me. And so, yeah, Lord Jesus, I do thank you that you give us the opportunity to hear your voice. I thank you that you um, give us people who have gone before, who can teach and instruct and inform. And Lord, we ask that we would be always more in alignment with what it is that you are speaking with what it is that you are doing on this earth. And we thank you for that, Jesus, in your precious name. Amen.